guys, welcome back to Dialogue. My name is Phoebe and I'm so excited that you're tuning in. And today, I actually have a very special guest with me. She's someone that is very, very close to my heart. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Debbie and that's me. (laughs) (laughs) So Debbie, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Like, who are you? What do you do? Uh... My name is Debbie. Uh, like I said just now, I lead a social media platform um, on Instagram. Yeah, that's what I currently do, and I lead a team. Wow, so cool! New society, right? Yes. Yeah. And Atas Palga. Wow. Yeah. You know, even before we were just uh, when we were discussing about this topic, one thing that I I found it really interesting because. Coming from like a medical student's point of view, I don't know the whole concept, but I've heard stories from friends who are like fresh grads and they come into the workforce. So I realized that there are actually two ends of the spectrum. One is where they feel like they deserve more. And then there's another end where they work so hard, but they don't know how to stop and they're very stressed out about it. So, you know, today I actually wanted to bring you on because I feel like you have a very, very refreshing perspective and something that I feel all of us can take away from. But Debbie, before we go ahead, I want to ask you, like, so actually, in case you didn't know, Debbie planned Ruth and Chris's wedding. So if you want to know who Ruth is, you can actually head over to the previous podcast and you can listen to all of us talk about relationships and singleness and getting married in a pandemic. But yes, um, Debbie planned the wedding in two weeks. And you know, Debbie, (laughs) actually, how do you feel about it? Like, it's such an achievement, you know? I enjoyed it. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think I was stressed out. I think I really enjoyed the whole process and actually seeing it come together. Okay, I love that attitude. And well, you know, you are passionate about event planning. And now what you're doing is something totally different to that. So why did you choose to pursue something else instead? And like, have you always wanted to go into this field? I think in the beginning of last year, I actually ran like my own event company. But like you mentioned, like we're in lockdown right now. Because of the pandemic, um, I decided to find another job just because I couldn't save enough money out of what I've earned. So the salary that I had, um, I could not really save much. So that was a green light for me to find another job. But I was still doing events on the side. So Chris and Ruth's wedding was one of it for this year. And um, last year when I started this job in November, why I applied for it is because I thought like, oh, it's a new opportunity. Have I imagined myself in this position? No. (laughs) But I think being open to options uh, during a pandemic is important and not putting yourself like in a box where I would just do this certain job where else I think I was open and keen to learn because I was already involved um, building my own platform for events so I thought why don't I just hop on board 
But I think it's very different. But I think the attitude that I went in was I'm willing to learn and I'm willing to grow with the team. That is so good. I love it. Having the attitude to learn. And you know, that actually brings us to the main reason why we are all here today. And it's something that I myself, even though I'm not in the corporate world, but I feel like this will definitely relate to me as well, even as I go into it. And for those of you who are listening, that you are a fresh grad or perhaps you are in uni and you are wondering and you've heard so many stories about people going in and horror stories. Um, Debs, I want to ask you because, you know, you've been in corporate and for quite a while now, quite a number of years. And for you personally, what are some misconceptions that fresh grads or like people in general have about work? I think when we first start working, the first thing that comes to our mind is always the pay. Um, because we all know what we study um, in college and in uni. We're all building towards a job, uh, technically, right? That's why we study. I think the first thing that fresh grads usually come on board, incorporate, is the pay. Um, I think it's important because we deserve the right pay. But I think a, a good mindset to come in with is the mindset um, to contribute as well, not just to take. Yeah, I think eventually as you grow, then your value grows as well. But to come in with the mindset of I should be paid five to six thousand. I mean, if we start off as like a doctor or actual science, I think eventually we will get paid that amount. But a lot of the things that we study today and during a pandemic like now, I don't think you can start off with that pay. So the misconception is we need to have a mindset change when we come to work to not just be paid well, but also to contribute well, to have a good attitude and also how can I make a change in this workplace because we are not here forever. We are only here for this certain period of time. And I think having the right mindset is more important um, as a fresh grad because growth is the key to um, keeping you going, not just the pay. Eventually, when you do excellent in the workplace or even in studies, you will get compensated. But if you go in straight with, I want to get this pay, I feel that it's a turn off for certain people and you might turn off certain opportunities as well. Yeah, I think in the beginning for fresh grad, it should be always, I want to grow these few years first instead of I want to get paid this certain amount. Then you miss a whole opportunity altogether because you're, you're going for the pay, not the opportunity. That's a very good and interesting thought. I love what you said about, especially now we are in a pandemic and so many people like don't have the opportunities to work more more or less work yeah in a company of our choice as well and you know aside from pay right you know there might be some people who are thinking okay like yeah i don't i don't have the mindset of wanting big pay but how do you draw the line if that makes sense when it comes to work and how much to contribute i think it all boils down to knowing yourself Um, that's very important Mm. because you cannot give what you don't have And at the same time, you can give what you 
cannot afford as well. So like working overtime would mean something else is not really balanced in a sense where if I work overtime, then my well-being is not, you know, um, being thought of or being considered. Have you like, were you, were you yourself personally very surprised when you started working in corporate? When you were a fresh grad? I think yes. It's very different from um, school, college or uni. How is it different? When we go in to work, we always have the mindset to make friends as well. Mm. I think because when we're in college, we can like hang out with people. But I think when we start working, it's a very different environment. And then it starts getting um, more routine. And then sometimes it gets stagnant. So it really um, it depends on the mindset we have because we can go into the job um, doing the same thing, uh, same execution, but then it's th- the only thing we can change is our attitude towards the task. And sometimes it's like a tuck uh, of war. Some days you may be happy, some days you're not. So it really depends because the task can be the same. So it's very different mm. from school. It's very different from college and uni because it's not assignment-based, uh, there's no housemanship, there's no internship where everything is like, oh, this one is for a year or this three months I have a break. When we go into corporate, this is it. It's for the long haul unless um, we decide to change job. So it has a lot to do with our mindset that needs to be changed yeah, and mm. perspective on how we see the task that is given to us. Actually, thinking about it is true. Like, I think what pushes us to do well is, oh, I want to pass. That's why I want to do well. Well, I mean, I can't speak from my experience because I'm not working in corporate. (laughs) But from what you have said, I think being proactive is so important. And I love what you you said previously about knowing your value. So can you like share a little bit more about that? What do you mean when you say it's so important that we know our value and how does that relate to the way we sort of want to like stand out to our bosses or succeed, if that makes sense, in work? I think when we know our value, we also know how to draw boundaries. And we know that we are in this job or this task for growth and also to make ourselves of value. Um, I think knowing who we are is so important because that's when we know how to say, oh, I have too much on my plate right now and I cannot really add anything more. If I do, then the quality of my work doesn't have the same consistency. But I think if we do not know, we start taking everything. So I, like one example is um, when I was planning for events in um, one of the jobs that I had, um, I actually lost control of my leg, but I don't think that is the full factor. And I didn't see how exercise is so important. Uh, I don't really like exercising, but it is important. <laughs> and that's where if, if, say for example, if I didn't value myself, I wouldn't value my legs to begin with. And value starts with well-being. It's not just about having a job, enjoying the job, but it's also... Um, enjoying contributing back to your own health because if you're unhealthy then you cannot go to work you cannot um, communicate you cannot do presentation so if you know your value 
then you also know what you can contribute to the table. So I think a while back, because I lost control of my leg, um, it really trained me to build it back from scratch. Um, but that also taught me that in everything that we do, we need to have balance. Yeah, And when we have balance, it goes back to the foundation where we are of value and we can contribute. Thank you for sharing that. I know that it must be something as well to like talk about talk about this because I know <laughs> that it's something that you are a little bit um shy to put out as well and I really want to honor you and your heart for sharing that. And you know thinking about it how now now like you know when we when we talk about knowing our value then how do we sort of like bridge the two together you know if that makes sense like on one hand we want to be able to grow and we want to be able to know like to be proactive but at the same time we also want to like jagala to make sure that we don't you know fall we don't like uh, we we take care of ourselves because these two are like very different ends on the spectrum especially for someone with like no experience going in not knowing what to expect I think attitude and perspective is super important. Um, I think someone of value or someone I enjoy working with, at least in a corporate, is when they know what they can do and they are willing to tell you, uh, oh, okay, like I cannot do this task, but let's work on it together. And I think a lot of the times is when we go into corporate, it's not a journey um, on your own and it's not a race at, at the same time because a race means you're in competition with someone else. But it's knowing what you need uh, at that time to grow. So for example, I didn't come in to this job that I'm currently at knowing how to do social media from A to Z because that's not what I study. Right? But I think I was willing to learn and I had the right attitude to say like, okay, if I don't know, um, let me go and search this up. And if I am not sure of things, I am willing to go and ask people to find out more. And I think at the end of the day, um, in wherever we are, it's about humility and the willingness to know that, okay, this is not where my strength is but I am willing to work through it and see what I can do. And if I cannot, I will also have the willingness to talk about it. I think that's so important. Like when you talk about how do we draw the line? Again, we go back to if we know who we are and how we're valued as a person, how we want to be treated and how we want others to treat us is also to do the same. And I think a lot of the times... um, People just want to show like a good front. Like, oh, okay, I know how to do this. I know how to do that. I don't have to ask anybody. But I think um, one way to grow is to really humble ourselves. It's not that we need to know everything from A to Z, but to be willing to work through it. Yeah, I think just like a seed that is planted in a soil, you don't see results the night after. It takes time and consistency. And I think that is the same thing with um, the way we execute the job, the way we respond, the way we are, are humble about it. Yeah, 
think that is the key. What other values do you think are important or like you think that we can cultivate before going in? I make it sound like it's an army before you go into work. It's like, you know, this huge thing. But I feel like it's something that, you know, even hearing friends uh, around who are not medical students, like I really see the struggle and I really see, like when they tell me, oh, it's a rat race and, you know, it's, it's very hard to maintain my values. It's very hard to do this. It's very hard to do that. Like mm. I, it's only me for myself. Either that or like, oh, you know, they pile so much work on me and I just think it's not fair. So I I guess like hearing all of the things that they share, um, it really, really does make me wonder, you know, why is it like that? Like, and yeah, how do we like navigate through adulting, navigate through wanting to be successful, but at the same time, growing and also like enjoying our work? I think taking one step at a time is important and also knowing where we want to be five to ten years from now. Yeah, I think the end goal helps us to be steady in the present but not letting the end goal uh, be determining our present, if that makes sense. It's just like, for example, when we are on the road uh, from okay from my house to okay Meat Valley for example I don't keep thinking of like oh my goodness I need to go to Meat Valley right now like uh, on the way there but I feel that we just enjoy the ride and then ways will help to lead us I mean because a lot of the times when we have jobs or when we have tasks we know the task and we know what is the end goal of the task but we don't always think of the end goal. We also have to think of the practical steps that will take us there. So the same thing with the journey, right? If we're on the way to Mid Valley, when we switch on our ways, it will definitely guide us or redirect us. So the same thing with the job or our task um, in whatever task that we have been given, it's to finish well and not just start well. So if we treat it as a competition, then the whole perspective of excellence might not even exist because we just want to win it. But winning and climbing the ladder are things that don't last forever. I think it's good to have in mind like, oh, I want to be a boss one day or I want to be a CEO one day. I think those are very practical and achievable goals if we work towards it. But it shouldn't be determining our present. Yeah. So the same with ways. We just on it and we put it on our dashboard. But it doesn't determine our whole like view. You know, we still focus on the road. We still oh sometimes we make um wrong turns. Then ways will reroute us back to the right direction. I think it's the same thing with work. Sometimes we get stagnant, sometimes we get distracted. But to always go back to why am I doing what I'm doing? Why did I study this? And if I studied this, but I'm doing something different, it doesn't, it's not the end all be all. Like your job doesn't define who you are as a person. And I feel that a job allows you to enhance the skills that is within you. Um, but if say a lot of people right now are not even doing what they study but that does not mean they are any less 
because we all go into education knowing that we have the skills to study but we also have the skill to enhance the skills that we have so i feel that we should not let the titles we have or the jobs that we have determine who we are i realize that sometimes it can be like what you say it can be very hard to detach ourselves from work how do you do that like especially with like working from home now i mean i still struggle because <laughs> it's a real it's a real thing like i don't downplay it i feel like working from home makes me work harder maybe it's not the same for everybody but i just feel like no one's watching me like i should I don't know, my natural instinct is oh, I need to work harder because if I don't complete this then maybe someone else needs to stop their tasks because it's like a threat, you know? It's continuous. But I think at the end of the day is to enjoy the process which is to enjoy day by day. I think that is the key. Um, the key is to not... Again, I'll go back to it's not about thinking about oh my goodness, I need to get to meet Bali. But it's to enjoy the ride, enjoy the music, um, enjoy like the view. If we too focus on the destination, then that is where our perspective is. And I think that at work, in order to remain consistent, is to take one day at a time. Life is not about having everything um, set in place. It's about day to day. That's why we're not living five years from now we're living for today and we're breathing and eating for today you've, you've not had one job you've had multiple jobs since you graduated and I realised that every job is somewhat different from one another um, how did you like personally know when your season was up like when it was time to leave and what do you think are some things that people should take note of if they're wondering, should I leave or should I stay? Since, you know, we say take one day at a time. Uh, yeah, what are your thoughts on it? I definitely think, yes, take one day at a time. Um, don't think about five years from now. I think it's okay to set goals to, okay, I would like to be here in the next five years so that we can work towards it and not remain stagnant in our growth. Um, but when it comes to changing jobs, uh, when we don't grow, and we start doing things like a routine, I think only we ourselves will know individually when it's time to change job. And of course, if you're abused by your boss or you're not treated well, then that is a green light to change. Why suffer when you give nearly five days a week to be uh, present at your job? But I think when it comes to growth, and also the, uh, being intentional, I think that are signs to move on. Because if you don't grow, then what are you contributing? I remember that one time when I was like interning as well, uh, one thing that you really, you said to me that spoke to me was on knowing your capacity. And that was something that you mentioned before as well. I'm not a superwoman. And there are times where we all need to put our foot down and say, this is too much to handle. How will you encourage people who are going through this as well and they are struggling with capacity, with like workload and being really hard on themselves as well? I think spending more time knowing ourselves. 
think that's something that people don't talk about much. Um, I think having a job is important. Work is important. We'll always have work. And when we don't know how to say no, uh, when a task is given to us, ultimately, we are the ones who will suffer. Um, maybe getting sick or um, having too much. Yeah, I always feel like people have too much sweets or candy to compensate the stress. And then in the long run, when we grow old, we might be diabetic. Um, everything that we do has consequences. And I think it's very important to know who we are. If we don't know, practical steps is to take two to three steps back, do a personality test, spend more time with ourselves on the weekend. It doesn't have to be long. It can be like one to two hours or even um, maybe 30 minutes, one to two hours feels a little bit long. Have like chocolate or like to have bubble tea and like to write down like maybe in our journals, okay, I enjoy doing this. I enjoy doing that. Have I actually done that? We don't make time to date ourselves. And that is wow. very important. I think being in the workforce, it's good, but it doesn't define who you are and whatever investment we make today is so important because yes, we are all working to save money for retirement and also maybe to buy things that we want. But if we don't invest in our own well-being right now, so for example, if I don't know how to say no, I think a few years from now, I would be diabetic. Because if I'm stressed and I'm always having sugary stuff, I don't know how to say no. Yeah. I'm just not oh, suffering man. in the present. I'm suffering in the, fu- in the future. Because there's this saying that says, if you don't invest in your wellness, then you will eventually invest in your illness. So, yeah. <laughs> wow, then more work for me. <laughs> in your future. <laughs> yeah, so. But go on. I think it's important to have consistency in life and balance as well so I think like a good example if we are if we have grown a durian seed and we have um, buried it it's consistency with watering and consistency with visiting it but not over watering because that will kill it so it's the same with us if we're in a job and we always say yes to things then we need to do a self-check. Like, are we here to please someone else so that we don't lose this job? But if we don't lose this job, then we are losing our health and illness eventually will come. So we need to always check because whatever we do now affects the future. So whatever you plant now, if you plant a durian tree, it takes 10 years to see results. Sometimes we don't see it instantly and sometimes the durian tree might not even produce fruits. But the thing is, we give our best in the process and in the journey. And learning to say no is part of it, which is good training. Because that will enable us to fight for things that matter to us. And I think that's where Mm -hmm. mental health comes in as well. Because sometimes we feel like we work too much that way. Don't have enough time to go out with friends. We don't have enough time to um, spend time alone, do what we love. Because our priorities are not right to begin with. So learning to say no, right, is actually really good for us. But of course not saying no in a bad way where like everything that is given to us, no. But I think it's being balanced in um, in a sense where it is enough. I feel like I cannot cope. Therefore, I need to learn how to voice out. Yeah. Man. How, okay, Debs, like how would you personally uh, do it? Because you communicate really well. So how would you personally, like let's say... 
um, I'm the boss, right? And then, <laughs> and I gave you something to do, like maybe right now I ask you to order me a bubble tea and you're already doing that. And after that, like I ask you, no, that's not enough. I want you to order me Subway too. And you're like, okay. But then after that, I'm like, I also want you to order me Baskin Robbins. It's all food here, but yeah. And like Baskin Robbins really so much for you. Like this is an analogy. So how would you say no to me as a boss? Because I would be very, I would imagine people would be so scared. They wouldn't know how to like communicate and say no. And it might be like a sign of weakness per se. I think yeah. saying no also uh, teaches you to grow your EQ uh, because mm. having relationship with our boss, they are also humans. And I think at the end of the day, it's not saying, no, I don't want to do this. But it's about having a plan B and explaining ourselves well. So for example, um, what Phoebe said, right? Order basking robins, then bubble tea, and then and other things. First, I will come up with, okay, I can use grab. So that way, I am not over-exerting myself. So working smart as well. Then suddenly, you ask me to order Basking Robins and it's not on grab. But I, on my plate, I also have other things to work. So what I would do is, I'll tell my boss, Oh, I cannot order Basking Robins today. But I was thinking, how about we uh, order it the next day? Then I can help you to um, get it, you know, on my way back. So I'm not saying no, but I'm also giving him another plan. So we go back to the seed. When we grow a durian tree, you say this fertilizer is not working. Then stop buying that fertilizer. Go and find for something else that works for that particular tree. So whenever we say no, right, it's not saying no, but it's coming up with other options. If we go back to ways as well, when you get lost, they redirect you with other ways if you don't want to take. So it's not just... Um, don't put yourself in a box. That's how I would say it. Every opportunity, it's a way to teach us how to communicate. That is one way of growing. And it also teaches us when we're uncomfortable, how do we want to give solutions? Because if we don't want to just say no, we need to come up with other ways of like, oh, so how should I counterfeit this? I feel like I'm overworked. I feel like I'm tired. So we take a step back to see like, oh, should I ask my colleague whether they are free? Oh, they're also very busy. So you need to take time to think through things as well. If you are all over the place in your head, then get a paper and jot it down. You know, even listening to all of this, what I personally can conclude is that you need to know yourself and you need to know the value that you have and recognize that the internal values that you have, they cannot be they will not be shaken even when the external circumstances come and even when external circumstances shift or even when you fail because you realize that, oh, this is a stepping stone for me and this is my value. And when it comes to like values like honesty, humility, um, being kind to yourself and to others, I think like that is so important because, and it should not be you should not swap, we should not swap our values based on how other people treat us. Like we should not react, but we should always learn how to respond. And, you know, even listening to your story, like I, I really, really, I don't know, I, I don't know about you guys, but I personally am very encouraged because I know that at least 
yeah, like people always say that they are, it's a toxic environment, work is in a toxic environment, and everyone is just out there to get themselves, like, you know, win for themselves. But no, like, there are people like you, and we need more people like you. And even for you who are listening as well, like, I want to challenge you and encourage you that working as a fresh grad, enjoy the process, like what Deb said. And yes, you will fail. And at the end of the day, you will learn. But yeah, Debs, like, what do you, like, do you have anything that you would like to add or share before we wrap things up? Whether we're fresh grad or we have been in the job in the long run, I think our perspective on life is so important. Um, I think one thing that you said just now about how uh, it's a toxic environment. To be fair, you have the power to make the change. I don't agree when people say that, oh, this environment is toxic. I agree um, if it's a toxic environment, but we as individuals have the power to bring change. We have the power to bring in change to our workplace as well. I know we're not called to change um, everybody, but we have the power to change ourselves and we have the power to respond instead of reacting. And I don't think this is only applicable to fresh grad, but it's applicable across the board for those who are working because whenever we get a task, sometimes we don't like it. And it's okay to not like it. To acknowledge that the task has been given is tough. I don't like it. I don't feel good about it. But allow yourself to have a few friends to talk about it. But don't turn it into a gossip session. Because I think then you, you remain stagnant after that. And you don't really like your working environment. To be fair, after you finish your studies, half of your life is in a workplace. Um, and it's so important to make sure that it is a good environment and to always be reminded you have the power to bring change, not blend in, but to stand out. But the first thing uh, we need to know is we are of value and we can bring value and therefore value is also change. Mm. Thank you so much, Debbie, for even spending time with me and taking the time off to talk to me about such a such an important topic like this is such an important transition as well and hopefully for all of you who are listening in you guys will also be able to transition well or whether you already are working in like the workplace you already are working in corporate that you will be able to make that change i hope that all of you are staying safe and you know if you are not vaccinated uh, or you have not registered for a vaccination go and get yourself registered so thank you very much we'll see you in the next episode bye